0: Hi, my name is Beth, and I am the host of the Seeking Light podcast. In a world that presents us with growth and challenges, there is tremendous light. And this podcast is a source of light through scriptural insights that I have gained through the years. Come join me as I share light in a world that can sometimes be confusing. Hi, everybody. Thank you for joining me today. I'm grateful. To be with you, and this is a great time in the world and in our lives. Um, uh, the kids are back at school. My uh, Madeline's doing awesome in Arizona. The three kids are in Idaho at BYU Idaho, and I'm here now with Paige and Gannon. And I'm in a new stage in my life, and um, it's exciting, and I'm grateful for it. And I'm just grateful to be alive. And so I hope all of you are doing great. And I hope you're experiencing the same things with kids back at school or your life and whatever is going on for you. Thank you for listening. Okay. So this morning, Gannon and I, um, so when we drive to school in the morning, I mentioned this in a, a, a previous podcast, but when Gannon and I drive to school in the morning, there is a scripture and a quote of the day on the gospel library app. And so he reads it out loud and then we have a discussion. Um, So Gannon is in a a Christian school, a private Christian school. Matt and I put him in a private Christian school and it's a seventh day Adventist school and it's by our house and it's wonderful and we love it and we're so grateful for it. And each day they have um, a Bible study. They have a teacher that does Bible study with them. And the seventh day Adventist church uses the King James version of the Bible. And so Gannon gets this wonderful, um, discussions with his teacher in his class, and they write things down and they journal. And, um, and then on Fridays, they have a chapel day where they go and they listen to, um, the pastor talk to them about a very specific topic. And he just has really, really loved the Bible study class and the Fridays. And, um, this morning we read a quote and a scripture from the gospel uh, library app and Jesus started, or I'm sorry, Gannon started talking to me about a discussion that they had in class about Jesus, uh, bleeding in the garden of Gethsemane. And he also started talking to me about how Jesus is the living water. And it was such an awesome t- discussion together. I just really, really enjoyed it a lot. And I started thinking um, when he got out of the car about a podcast. And so I hurried and I wrote it, or I voiced it to text in my Google documents. And um, this is my podcast today. So um, I want you to think this is one thing that Gannon and I were talking about. Think about what happens if you lose all the blood in your body, you die, right? And then think about if you are not able to get water in your body, what happens to people that cannot get water? They die on average. Um, a human being can go three to five days without water before they can die. So it's important for them to have water to intake. It's important for you. And I, we need blood to survive. And, um, we need water to survive also. And as adults, on the average, a human being has five to six quarts of blood in their body. So it's a, they say it average, there's approximately 7% of your body weight is blood. So what I started thinking about today is Jesus is the living water and he provides blood for our lives. His blood was spilt for you and I And because of his blood, you and I live, we are healed. We are begotten sons and daughters of God. And so I just wanted to take a little bit of time today to talk to you about water and blood. So like I said earlier, if somebody went out on a hike and they got lost and they ran out of their water on the average, not always, but on the average, they would have three to five days without taking in water that they could survive. But if they go beyond that, they can die. Um, I just to divert off for a second. Um, if you've ever read the book Lone Survivor by Marcus Luttrell, he's a Navy SEAL who went on a mission and he was the only one that lived of the four on the uh, on the team. He, Marcus was the only one that lived, and as he was trying to escape the Taliban and try to get rescued, he went a couple of days without water, and he says in his book. he didn't care at one point if he did get caught his complete focus and attention to finding water controlled everything that was going on in his system he wanted to find a source of water because he was dying of thirst and so he didn't even care if the Taliban found him and shot him he wanted water he was so thirsty and so craving water um, we learn in the scriptures that this with the savior, he is the fountain of living waters in Jeremiah chapter two, verse 13, it says, for my people have committed to evils. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living waters. So Jesus is the fountain of living waters. He provides us with that thirst to be quenched and to give us with his words, um, sustainability to keep going. Because if we don't have water, if we don't have the living water, we can shrivel away and die spiritually speaking. In John chapter seven, verse 37, it says in the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried saying, if any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. Jesus quenches our thirst. He provides us with a a knowledge that sustains us and carries us in John chapter four. Um, he says, and Jesus answered and said unto her, whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. Now this is the woman at the well, but he said, but whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst, but the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. So remember the woman at the well, when Jesus went, um, she was a Samaritan And he asked her to give him drink and he knew about her life. And, um, she didn't quite understand what he was talking about in regards to the water. And he basically told her, look, those who drink of this water, they'll thirst again. But those that drink of the water that I will give them the savior, they shall never thirst. And so, just like Gannon and I were talking this morning, if you don't have water for three to five days, you can die. If you don't have the water that comes from Jesus Christ, the fountain of living water, the knowledge, the doctrine, the word, you can spiritually die. Um, elder Robert L Simpson. There was a, a talk that I was uh, that I listened to and read, and this is what he in the talk was quoted. Um, Throughout history, men have always been looking for the easy way. Some have devoted their lives to finding the fountain of youth, a miracle water which would bring everlasting life. Today, many are still seeking some magic fountain that will bring forth success, fulfillment, and happiness. But most of this searching is in vain. It is only this living water, the gospel of Jesus Christ that can and will bring a happy and a successful and an everlasting life to the children of men. The water, the living water that Jesus provides will sustain us and bring us happiness, success and everlasting life. So as you all know, I love music. I love music so much, um, especially gospel music, church music, um, music of the savior. And um, one of my favorite singers is Callie Reed. And, um, she wrote a song when she was going through divorce and I love this song so much. And if you can go listen to it on your iTunes or Spotify or Pandora, you will not regret it. It's called cleanse you. And this summer, when we were camping with the kids in Willow Lake, we went to the enterprise ward on the Sunday, we were there and a young woman sat at the piano and she sang this song. And it reminded me again, cause had already listened to it multiple times, but it really made me contemplate the song and how it applies in my life. So I'm just going to, um, read to you the verses and then the chorus. Um, it says the waves come high. My ship is sinking and I'm thinking of letting go. The water's deep and I'm gasping, struggling to hear you, Lord captain of my soul. The sun sets low, my faith is failing, and I'm sailing deep into the night. The fog rolls in, and I'm searching, trying in vain again to find your guiding light. Why did you lead me here to this uncharted sea? Did you bring me here just to drown me? What if I didn't bring you here to drown you, but to cleanse you, he whispers. And what if you chose to breathe me in? Let this wash you clean again, he whispers. He whispers, I know the water's deep, but if you only knew, it isn't meant to drown you, he whispers, but to cleanse you. The Savior's living water cleanses us. It's not to drown us. And he is here for us. And I love in this song how he says, what if I didn't bring you here to drown you, but to cleanse you? So, the living water that comes from the Savior Jesus Christ can cleanse you and I. And it does cleanse you and I. And we have to partake of it or speaking spiritually within three to five days. (laughs) Now, over time, we can die. We can die of thirst, spiritual thirst. Okay. The next thing I want to talk to you about is blood. So, Um, Gannon and I talked about the savior's blood being spilt in the garden of Gethsemane out of every pore for you and I, and as Gannon said, you know, mom, if somebody bleeds to death, they die. So whenever there's an accident or someone is bleeding, they'll do a tourniquet. They'll do anything to stop the bleeding so that they can save their life because blood heals blood gives life and the savior is he provides that blood for you and I he spilt his blood for you and I so i want you to think about the children of israel um they were told to put blood on the posts of their doors so that the angel the destroying angel would pass over them that it would be a sign and it's in exodus chapter 12 and it says and they shall take of the blood and strike it on the two side posts and on the upper door posts of the houses wherein they shall eat it, wherein they shall eat, and the blood shall be to you for a token upon the houses where you ye are, and when I see the blood, I will pass over you, and the plague shall not come up be upon you to destroy you when I spite the land of Egypt. The Savior provides the He provided an an atonement for you and I in the garden and on the cross of of giving up of his blood for us. And when we apply the atonement in our lives on a daily basis, that destroying angel passes over us. We are protected and guarded from the evils that could pervade us because we are applying the atonement of Jesus Christ in our lives. In Mosiah chapter three, um, King Benjamin said to the people, for behold, the time cometh and is not far distant that with power, the Lord omnipotent who reigneth and who is, and is from all eternity to all eternity shall come down from heaven among the children of men. He shall dwell in a tabernacle of clay and shall go forth amongst men working mighty miracles, such as healing the sick, raising the dead, causing the lame to walk the blind to receive their sight. And the deaf to hear and curing all manner of diseases. And he shall cast out devils of the evil spirits, which shall dwell in the hearts of the children of men. And lo, he shall suffer temptations and pain of body, hunger, thirst, and fatigue, even more than any man can suffer, except it be unto death. For behold, blood cometh from every pore. So great shall be his anguish for the wickedness and the abominations of his people. So the savior spilt his blood for you and I, and every single Sunday we get to renew those baptismal covenants through the water and the bread, the water representing the blood of Jesus Christ and the bread, his body. But with the blood, we remember what the atonement is, what how we can apply it in our lives and how it can help us through times of suffering and trial, but also strengthen us and enable us in times that we are needing that power. So um, I thought about when I was thinking about Ganon and my conversation, I thought about the woman that had the issue of blood. So in Luke chapter eight, a woman having an issue of blood, 12 years, which had spent all of her living upon physicians, neither could be healed of any. So there was no doctor that could heal this woman of this 12 year issue that she had with blood. So she came behind the savior and she touched the border of his garment and immediately her issue of blood stanched. Now I looked that up and it said it ceased. So as soon as she touched the savior's uh, garment, the border of his garment, her issue of blood stopped. And Jesus said, who touched me? And Peter was like, are you kidding? There's a huge multitude here. And you ask who touched you. And he said, yes, someone has touched me because I, I perceive that virtue is gone out of me. And when the woman saw that she was not hid, she came trembling and falling down before him. She declared unto him before all the people for what caused she had touched him and how she was healed immediately. And he said unto her daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith hath, hath made thee whole go in peace. The savior's atonement, um, heals us. It heals people. Blood heals. And in our bodies, we have water and blood and the savior spilt his blood for us. And I'm so grateful for the symbolism that we have of him, his life. Everything points to Christ. Everything declares to us that there is a Christ and our bodies holding this water and blood are another Testament of that in John chapter five. Um, I just want to share this with you to close off this podcast because I think it pulls it all together. So beautifully, Jesus is the living water and he, his law, his blood provides life for each of us. And, we need to make sure that we are not allowing ourselves to thirst or to forget what He did for us in the Garden of Gethsemane and on the cross. So in John chapter five it says, "Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God, and everyone that loveth him that begatteth love him, also that is begotten of him. By this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and keep his commandments. For this is the love of God that we keep his commandments and his commandments are not grievous. So for whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcometh the world, but he that believeth that Jesus is the son of God. This is he that came by water and blood even Jesus Christ not by water only but by water and blood and it is the spirit that beareth witness because the spirit is truth for there are 3 that bear record in heaven that the father the word and the holy ghost and these 3 are one and there are 3 that bear witness in earth the spirit and the water, and the blood, and these three agree in one. I hope that you're able to have some thoughts about the gift and blessing that come from having the Savior as our living water, and the blood that gives us life, and through his blood spilt for you and I, we are able to change and turn and learn and grow and repent and come unto God. I am so grateful that Gannon has the opportunity to, to learn more about the savior on a daily basis in his school, but also in our family. And I'm grateful for the blood and water that remind me of the savior on a daily basis. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day. I am so grateful that you listened to my latest podcast. Please share these episodes with your family and friends. I look forward to being with you again soon. Have a great day.